And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, April 25th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. And, you know, it doesn't have to be the best. It just can be better. One foot forward. That's what I say. Uh, it was funny. I was on a podcast uh, uh, last month and it was a very deep dive podcast about investing. And uh, And I did send a note to one of the hosts and said, you know that it's all like kind of crazy that you spend this much time on investing because the reality is that most people can just make their lives pretty easy by buying a bunch of mutual funds that are index funds, keeping their allocation maybe um, in, in in line by maybe reallocating or rebalancing once, maybe twice a year and not mucking around with it too much. He goes, yeah, but then how do I make money? I can't prove to anyone how smart I am. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's the problem. And that is the problem with financial services in general. If we actually heard for our, you know, from the business people, how it is really methodical and the the most important thing that you can do and you can control will have a much greater impact on your financial life than the investments you choose, like how much you save, the decisions you make or don't make that are in your best interest or not in your best interest. All those things actually have a much larger impact on your financial life. And if you don't believe that, then just go back and listen to our back catalog. You'll hear all the different conversations we have with people. Meanwhile, if you do need financial help in some way, shape, or form, you just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd like to come on the air. While you're on the website, don't forget, you can sign up for the free weekly newsletter. You can buy the book, The Great Money Reset. And you can also subscribe to our new service. It's called Jill on Money Live, where you will have access to quarterly live webinars and lots more special content. Today, we are joined on the line with Jim and Linda, who are from Buffalo, New York, listening to us on the radio at WBEN Radio in Buffalo, one of my favorite stations in the nation. Hello, Jim and Linda. How are you? Hey, Jill. Great. Fantastic. What brings you to us? 
Well, my wife and I are contemplating retirement. And initially, we figured when we were about to retire, we would uh, sell our home here and purchase some property out of state or preferably a small farm out of state. During COVID, we had an opportunity to spend some time figuring out where we want to move, and we finally did buy some vacant land. Where is the vacant land? Well, it's actually in Hawaii. Stop it. (laughs) No way. Oh, my. I mean, that feels dreamy. But, uh, of course, I'm also thinking about it sounds also sort of expensive because Hawaii, I've ever, I've always heard Hawaii is quite expensive. So tell us a little bit about how you came to stumble upon vacant land in Hawaii. You know, one of the reasons for our move, we just wanted warmer climate. We visited Hawaii several times in the past and we kind of joked at the time, the first time we went that, you know, this is where we're going to retire and met up with a realtor that actually grew up in Syracuse and you know, he kind of pointed us in the right direction, and we found this property, and we just went for it. How much should it cost? Four fifty, just for the vacant lot. Yeah, it's thirteen acres, so I mean, it's substantial. Uh, are there pineapple trees on these thirteen acres? That's all no. I care about. No, okay, no. cows, <laughs> cows. Wow, cows and cows are a godsend there. Wow, for tax purposes, it's incredibly cheap at the moment. Okay. So why don't you tell us about yourselves? And I presume the the genesis of your call is to sort of say, how do we get from Buffalo to Hawaii and in more ways than one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. So tell us about yourselves. Jim, how old are you? I'm 63. Okay. Linda, how old are you? 64. Are you both working? Yes. I'm working full-time. Linda's working part-time. Okay. Um, how much do you earn, Jim? One fifteen. And Linda, how about your part-time? 37. Will either of you be entitled to a pension? I will be uh, mm-hmm. from a previous employer. How much will that be, Jim? If I would take it now, it would be about 1500 a month, mm-hmm. and it would increase uh, like 8% a year if I delay taking it. That's great. Fantastic. Okay. And what about your... Social Security benefits. So if I look at your full retirement age for each of you, do you know what those benefits are? Yep. Mine will be $34.50 and Linda's will be $26.20. Okay. Got it. Okay. Now, how much is the house in Buffalo worth? We're figuring $600. Do you have a um, a mortgage that's left on it? Yeah. We, we refinanced in part to purchase this Hawaii property, and mm-hmm. we have two eighty-five uh, mortgage, three okay. and an eight, three and an eighth percent, thirty-year. Okay, is it fair to assume that when you do this, tra- when you actually make this decision, you will sell your house, or do you want to try to keep the house and also do the um, Hawaii thing? No, we we need the proceeds from the sale for down payment on the home that we're going to oh. build. Okay. And the 450 that you paid for the vacant land, you did that with cash? Yes. Okay, got it. All right. So you you had some cash on hand, you refied the house, you own the lot outright. How much will it cost you to build the house that you would like or the structure that you would like on this Hawaii land? Yeah, as of today, we're going to say about 700000 Holy smokes. I can't wait to come visit. Um, okay. It's really quite modest. 
So you say, okay, I guess. Believe me, it is. (laughs) All right. So you have 300 grand of equity in your current home. How, what are we going to do for the other 400? Do you have money saved for this? Uh, Not much. We were planning on taking out a construction loan that would turn into a conventional mortgage once we move in. Okay. Tell us about other money that you have saved up. What have you guys done in terms of your own retirement savings outside of the pension? Between, I, I have a 401k and a, and a small IRA. The total is about 950000 Okay, that's great. And Linda? She has a 403b account with about two thirty five in it. That's great. And what about non-retirement? Did you kind of drain a lot of that because of the land purchase? Yeah, we, we did. We're, we're doing okay. We, we have about 50000 in our emergency fund, 45000 in an after-tax mutual fund, and a $22,000 brokerage account. So when do you really see this transformation happening? What, what's, your, what's your ideal? Ideally, we'd start building early next year. Uh, if you were building, okay, wait a second. So let's say you're building next year, right? Yes. Uh, and let's then say that you are still working in, in Buffalo, right? You're staying there, you're building, you're working, right? And you're going to finance some of this out of cash flow, I presume. So right now, are you putting money into retirement as we speak? I've just recently reduced it to 6% of my salary, just because that's the company match. Yep figuring we're going to need cash for this. You betcha. And Linda, same thing. Do you have, uh, did you just pull back and go to the match for yourself? Yes. Or do you, okay, got it. Okay. She's not contributing. Oh, I'm worried about this. So what, what kind of terms can you get for a construction loan? Tell me what you've heard. The latest we heard was six and a half percent. And then what happens with that? You have to put in so much, like what, how, what, how does this construction loan work? You pledge the land because you own the land outright, right? Is that the collateral? Yeah, I, I believe so. It, it's kind of fuzzy, all the details on this. It's, they want certainty, you know, with income, of course. Yeah. You know, well, you're not, gonna, you're not quitting until you get this thing like up and running and really on its way. The ideal plan is we would be working here while we start building Mm-hmm. You know, three or four months into the build, we would move there. But then where are you going to live? Um, there's a, a nearby place we, we're kind of hoping to rent. How much is the rent? 1500 How much does it cost you to live right now in in Buffalo? Like just your whole, like your life, the house, the mortgage, blah, blah, all that. Yeah, like 8500 a month probably. I, I'm so, I like a little anxious right now about this. Uh, so the reason I'm anxious is that obviously I do not want you guys to tap your retirement funds to do this. Is that, do you agree with that? Or do you, are, were, were you planning to pull money out of your retirement accounts? No, that, that's not the, uh, the plan A at least. So. Okay. What would happen if um, somebody walked over to you today and said, you know, that $450,000 vacant lot, I'll give you six fifty for it. Would you take that right now? No. Okay. That was a little, that was a teaser question. No. <laughs> I wanted to see how committed you were to this. Cause oh, you no. know me, I'd be like, yes, old. Um, okay. I think this is an ambitious plan. I mean, obviously having the pension and social security for both of you is 
a good chunk of money, right? So, you know, it's like six, seven, like almost $8,000 right there a month in income. But that's in between, you know, I got to wait till your full retirement age. So I'm a little concerned that plan A might be faster than I would uh, imagine this could go. So what would happen if, um, you know, for example, if you were still like, if you, if you didn't work, I feel like you guys are going to have to work until you're 65. Cause where are you getting your health insurance? Do you have health insurance? Until Linda turns six, 65, we're good with health insurance after okay. that. I, I'm certainly willing to work full-time, part-time. I, you know, we're, we're committed to this move. So whatever it takes. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, sure. Mark, how are you feeling about this? I was just going to ask Jim, can he stick with his current job and work remotely? Is that an option? That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I need to nail that down. That would be the ideal plan. I was also reading ahead, Jill. I see that Linda gets 20 grand a year from an annuity for the next few years. Oh, where, where did that come from? Well, back when she was temporarily retired before COVID, yep. it was just kind of spending money for her. So, all right. Well, that's that helps for sure. My guess is... I don't know when you turn, when your birthday is. My guess is that you are both going to be working until each of your ages 65. I am hope since you are hell bent and committed to um, doing this, I'm not getting in your way. What I do think is that you may want to hold off on starting this project and see if we kind of towards, um, and you were thinking about starting this next year? Yes. I mean, you might get a little bit of wind at your back because I do think construction lending is going to get slightly better. I just think interest rates are not going up much more from here. So every little bit's going to help you. So what I think you really should be careful about is understanding the terms of construction loans, understanding what this means at each stage of the process. And I think you're absolutely right. You've got to beef up your emergency reserve fund. So maybe while you guys are still both working, that 20 grand a year, just pop that into the house fund for right now. You know, like if it's this year and next year, even if it's like a couple of years, that's going to help you. I really think that the longer you work, you know, the better it's going to be. And if you're willing to work, especially until you reach your retire, your full retirement ages, you know, you're going to end up with a little bit more equity in a house than I would want as I got older. But who am I to squash your dream? Mark calls me the dream crusher. Do you guys have um, do you guys have kids, by the way? No, no kids. Ah, that's why you can really do this. This is great. Are you nervous about it? Like what part of this makes you nervous? I mean, other than the financial part, nothing, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Really? Um, you know, you're like leaving it like, ah, I mean, we lived our whole lives in Buffalo. Who cares? Like just new adventure. You feeling good? Which island? Uh, big island. And are you going to, what are you going to do with all this land? It feels like it's going to be a lot of work. Um, the plan is to have a few horses on it. A few? Uh, we, we currently have two. You have two horses already? Yeah. Oh my God. This is amazing. Okay. Now you got to get them to Hawaii? Yeah, that's complicated, too. They fly. They do? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I, um, I I want you to be careful in this process. I think you know that. Um, I presume that you guys have, like, your estate documents done. And, and, oh, let me ask you one last question, by the way. Your pension, Jim? Yes. When do you have to pull the trigger on that? Like, how does it work? Because I'm wondering if for some reason you have a choice on having a survivor benefit, I would like 
uh, Linda to be able to have a survivor benefit if something were to happen to you. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, there's tons of options with different survivors. The one that I quoted you was like a 65%. Okay. They they seem to push a little bit and recommend. All right. Well, just don't go crazy. I don't know. I like if you tell me it's seven hundred thousand, and all of a sudden it becomes a million, then you're going to be working a little bit longer. But you're going to be l- working from the Big Island and paradise, uh, you know. So it isn't that bad. It's better to work from Hawaii than to from Buffalo, I think. Absolutely. So one last question: Like, if I only have a part-time job, would it be okay to pull some supplemental money out of my retirement account? I mean, like, yes, but. And here's the but, you know, you have, uh, you know, $1.2 million between the two of you. It hasn't been taxed yet. It's not like you cannot pull out tons and tons of money. When I say, when you mean supplemental, what I would be thinking about is like 20 grand a year. That's about it. Not more than that, because we need that money to generate money for you guys, you know, because Obviously, you know, you'll have a pension, you'll have Social Security, but everything's going to be more expensive, right? We have to account for inflation. So you're going to need that money and you're going to need money from those funds, like 20, maybe 30 grand is like what I would take out, but not much more than that because, you know, you pay the tax that's due and that's that. All right. Aloha. Good luck. I'm worried, Mark. I got to tell you, I'm worried. I'm worried. I don't know. It's It sounds like a fabulous plan. And I tell you what. The thing is, I am sort of jealous of people who can make these kinds of decisions because I think it's fantastic. I'm just worried. I'm such a worry wart that I don't know if I could make it for myself. Isn't that terrible? I should be able to do it, right? What worries you? The cost of the new house? Yeah, I feel like that's going to just blow up. <laughs> I feel like that's going to, that 700 is a million by the time it's done. I could almost guarantee that. But, you know, they're willing to do it if they're willing to work. And it's their dream. So if you have a dream and you'd like to try to make it a reality, I'm trying very hard not to be a dream crusher. You know, of course, I was thinking the whole time, well, I would just rent in that place for $1,500 a month for the rest of my life and keep the money from my, uh, I would sell that lot. This is what I would do. I would, if this is me, this is like why it's like I'm a trader at heart. I'm like, I bet they can get 500, 600 grand for that lot. I'd sell that lot sell my house, I'd rent for $1,500 a month, and I'd sit on top of all of my money and watch it make money for me. They probably don't want to live in the $1,500 a month, but it's okay. I Let's try to make it work for them, okay? And th- that is, that's what we're trying to do. We are trying to help you make your great money reset. We are trying to help you change where you are in your life. And if that feels resonant to you, you could be 30, you could be 60, you could be 80. We want to help you out. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you want to come on the air. But if you are contemplating a reset, you should really buy the book, The Great Money Reset. And be clear that each one of the choices that you make, especially as you get a little bit older, it does have different payoffs and you have to kind of decide which is the risk you're willing to absorb. And and if you can do it, great. And if you can't, that's okay too. We'll try to give you a sense of what your choices could be. So check that out all at jillonmoney.com. Try to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Gosh, like Jim and Linda. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 